0: Are you one of the 1.5 million Georgians without health insurance? Visit GeorgiaAccess.gov to connect with the resources to find affordable private and public health care options. You may be eligible for financial assistance programs, including Medicaid and peach care for kids. Even healthy people need coverage. An unexpected medical emergency can hurt you and your wallet. Open enrollment for health insurance plans ends January 15th, so don't wait. Visit GeorgiaAccess.gov today.
1: On another exciting entry, the Animation Deliberation Podcast. Welcome to the Trailer Park. We've had some big conventions happen in Japan. We got lots of trailers to talk about, we got anime to talk about, and we're going to get right to that right after these ads we have no control over.
0: Are you one of the 1.5 million Georgians without health insurance? Visit GeorgiaAccess.gov to connect with the resources to find affordable private and public health care options. You may be eligible for financial assistance programs, including Medicaid and peach care for kids. Even healthy people need coverage. An unexpected medical emergency can hurt you and your wallet. Open enrollment for health insurance plans ends January 15th, so don't wait. Visit GeorgiaAccess.gov today.
2: Sing along if you know the words. A one, two, three—it's time for animation deliberation. A conversation and a celebration of our favorite action animated series.
1: Yeah, yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Animation Deliberation, the podcast where we take action, animation, and cartoon seriously, but not too seriously. We are your hosts. I am Zuhair Ali.
2: I'm bursting at the seams like cheap denim. Jay Scotty Saint Clair.
1: <laughs> uh,
3: and I am Andrew Rogers, with no way to follow that one up.
1: <laughs> if we ever go to a con-, con convention convention, like you set yourself up, you have to be best genius now.
3: Okay. Oh my gosh. Like, there's yes. no working
1: around it. It's set in stone. you've you've fixated yourself on this. <laughs> All right, in case you guys couldn't tell, we are big fans of my hero Academia. We have another episode this week to talk about. But we're going to break it off with some news because, boy, oh, boy, do we have a lot to talk about. And the first one that we're going to talk about is Ash Ketchum's story is finally coming to a close. I have been saying that I have wanted this to wrap up for years now. And now that it finally has, boy, did that little trailer hit me in the feels. We have 11 episodes left airing in Japan that's going to be wrapping up the story. He's going to be catching up with old friends, catching up with old Pokemon. And... We have a new series that's going to be airing in the Paldean era, or region, region. Paldean region, which is what um, Violet and Scarlet are based off of. It's still going to be about kids, so is it going to be the same show with different characters? We don't know. It's one of those things where it's like the animation quality is insane, but Pokemon's kind of lacking on the storytelling part. So we'll find out on the other stuff for sure but like do you guys have any reaction on how you feel about ash finally wrapping up
3: i'm sad there's there's no other words that i want to use other than just like so many of us got to be 10 at the same time that ash was 10 like so many of us i can't say grew up with him because he never grew up but it was (laughs) just like he, he was always this character that was around for so many of us and then it's just the idea of a pokemon show without a pikachu Is is weird to me like, yeah, there's Mm -hmm. probably going to be other protagonist Pokemon, but like Pikachu has been the mascot and will continue to be the mascot. But it's just it's a weird changing of the guard that because this has been going on and he is one of the longest running anime characters, it's just crazy to me that it's finally going to be over. But yeah, I'm also not prepared for these last 11 episodes because they've already teased the Butterfree coming back from like the third episode of the anime Mm. This past week, Ho Ho re showed up for the first time since the first episode, so they are bringing it full circle and just tacking on to the 2022 year of let's bring back everything we had as kids in nostalgia. So I'm happy to see where it goes, but I am I'm not ready for this change. I guess. Yeah, I I don't have
2: any super strong attachment to Ash Ketchum. I would say the Pikachu aspect of it uh, resonates with me a little bit more because. Um, I was 10 years old in the fourth grade when the Pokemon craze kind of like reached the heights, I think. And I haven't stayed Mm -hmm. with Pokemon all the way through, but I did see that first movie in theaters. So yeah, um, I'm surprised it's gone on this long. Maybe, uh, (laughs) infusing some new blood might, uh, might recalibrate my interest, but, uh, you know, I know Pokemon's a huge franchise for a lot of people and I got, I have love for it. I don't actively dislike it. It's just, you know, uh, not my cup of tea, per se.
1: My Facebook status when I first saw this article was that it's crazy how I've grown up with Thatch Cashum, but uh, I didn't age as well as he did. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, show-wise, I think I fell off after third gen. Game-wise, I fell off after fourth. And then every time there was a remake of those, I came back in. But Arceus was probably the first time in a while that I like, hopped back into the level that I did. And, of course, Pokemon Go being super exciting. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's a change. We'll see what happens. Again, I feel like they have the potential of storytelling. And um, we'll see what happens from here on out. But more exciting news out in the Spider-Verse. How are you guys feeling about all that?
2: Yeah, for anyone that listened to last week's episode... The timing was kind of funny because we recorded earlier in the week and normally I, re- I would edit the <laughs> podcast right <laughs> afterwards, but I didn't get the files till the next day. So this this trailer dropped. So I had to like throw in a quick little reaction there and I'm over the moon for it. It looks incredible. I wish I kind of had the time to like go through with a fine tooth comb and like point out all the different Spider-Men and Spider-Women and Spider-Days that I saw. But uh, definitely a standout for me is the bombastic Mr. Uh, bombastic Bagman. Um, I'm known for my use of the adjective bombastic. So he's always, uh, and he's just running around in a fantastic force suit with a bag on his head. That's, that's great. But there's, there's so many. And, uh, I like the emotional through line with miles and his mom, but I'm really curious because, um, we had the news. I don't know if we discussed it on the shoot on the show, but it's known that Jason Schwartzman is going to be, uh, voicing the villain. Who is like a a multiversal villain, but it really seems like Miles is going to be at odds, at least with Miguel O'Hara, Spider-Man 2099, if not all the other Spider-Men and women. So really curious to see how this um, this plot is going to unfold and what we'll learn
3: about this movie in the coming months. But I'm excited.
1: Definitely looks like absolute chaos.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. They they introduced us to the idea of like, oh, there's a Spider-Verse in the first movie, but it was still like so housed on like an Earth that we knew and could like understand. It feels like this is just going to blow the understanding of things out of the water. And like you said, it's going to be chaos. And I I just can't wait because it's going to be that fun and jovial jaunt like we got in that first movie, because, yeah, we have Bombastic Bagman. We have Silk in the background. We have Spider Cop, like, directing Traffic. There's just so many things in this one trailer alone that I I agree. I wish I could break it down, but I don't have the patience to break this down. So just, this movie cannot <laughs> come soon enough. Like, June, can we just pull that up a little bit in 2023? Like, just, just give it a little sooner, Sony. You're not doing anything else. None of the other movies are good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah just cancel all of the other spider-man spin-off projects you want to do focus on this and focus on the spider-man video games for playstation that's all we need in life but even though andrew wants it in june it is slated for july 2023 we do not have an actual day for that yet but at least we know that we have a, a um, to look forward to
3: you're looking at our next piece of news it's june 2nd 2023 we do have I'm dumb. (laughs) You're on the money. Uh, We just have so many things coming out uh, because July 2023 is JJK season two. Uh, For those of you who have been keeping up, Jujutsu Kaisen is one of the great new gen animes, without a doubt. And we got the season two trailer that just looks like it's going to be crazier and over the top from all of the manga readers. I've heard it's probably going to be better than the first season. So. It's just more to be excited about.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Love the movie. Love the season. So glad you talked me into watching that. And yeah, I'm ready for the craziness that MAPPA has to offer with such an exciting show.
3: Yeah, how could we not mention it's MAPPA? They're just going to be super busy next year with all of the things they have going on.
1: I have follow ups for all my trip ups.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: I need to watch Jiu-Jitsu and Kaisen. Um, I've heard yeah, great do. things from the two of you, including the movie. Um, other people in my life have recommended it. So it's on my radar. It's on the docket. I will make time for it, especially with season two just around the corner.
1: You've got seven months. I don't think you got anything better to do.
2: Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, I'll squeeze it in for sure.
1: All right, so a couple other announcements. We have Roni Kenshin. They dropped kind of more like a character trailer, but it was more on the Japanese stuff that did not have subtitles, so I cannot provide any further information to you for that. It does look like they are just rebooting the original show, which was a fantastic show, so as long as it has better animation and better dub dialogue, I am 100% down for it. I don't know if anybody's ever followed with Blue Exorcist, but I know that's one that I've been hearing about for a few years now. So that is an anime that has been concerned. Any thoughts that you guys have on either of those? Uh,
2: I can't speak to either of them too much. I will just kind of reiterate what I said about Rurouni Kinshin in the past. I know it's a very celebrated anime. So um, kind of like what I said with Pokemon, if it's an opportunity to bring a new crowd and inject the series with some some fresh blood, I'm all for it. Uh, Blue Exorcist. Oh, I know all right. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know a little bit about it, but Blue Exorcist, I don't know a, th- a thing about. So um, I'll have to uh, check that one out and follow up at a later time.
1: Uh so listeners, if that's one that you guys are excited for, let us know if it's something we need to add to our docket because apparently we have nothing better to do.
2: <laughs> I no, have not no
1: watched. Wait, there is no trailer for. No, I have not watched the trailer for uh, Vox Machina Two. Season two because I've been slacking and haven't finished the last bit of one yet, but we have a premiere date of January 20th, 2023. I got some catching up to do. How excited are you guys for that show?
3: I did watch the trailer and holy crap. Am I excited? Um, like not even spoiling anything. They took everything that was over the top about the first season and said, let's crank that up to 11. Like, it's just it seems like it's going to be more of the same bizarre, crazy everything, as well as that D&D flair that you can tell these are storytellers behind the scenes. So, yeah, I am I'm super excited for everything that has to come out of this. So let's yeah, let's get, you know, just add this to our docket, add the first season to our docket, because, again, we have nothing else to do uh, before January. Right. That's right, yeah.
1: I got my short soldier surgery, so I just got nothing but time to watch stuff. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, apologies to Jitsun Kaizen, but that just moved down a spot on my priority list. because, <laughs> Much like uh, in January
1: I, and July, it's going to be
2: fine. Yeah, I've only heard the best things about Vox Machina. I've liked what I've seen so far, so uh, definitely going to prioritize that one in time for season two.
1: January 20, 2023, only on Amazon Prime. Last bit of news that we have in the anime world is Spy Family is not only getting a season two, but it is getting a movie.
3: Yeah, I I didn't see this coming. Did either of you know this was happening or think this was going to happen? I didn't expect it to happen. I didn't see it coming. But with the
2: trend we've seen lately, especially with like the success of Demon Slayer in theaters. Uh, I know the One Piece film that just came out a, a few weeks ago. We haven't really talked about it on here, but I know it had a great opening weekend. Um, the Dragon Ball Super movie that came out. It's this trend of anime movies doing very well in theaters um, is is a good trend. So I'm not floored by this news, but I'm incredibly excited. I love this show so much for so for it to get the the treatment on the big screen and get that budget behind it. Um, it's already an amazingly entertaining and beautiful show. I think, um, it speaks to the, the popularity of the anime and that bodes well for me.
1: Yeah. I hope that it is a Canon story that does tie in with the story that we have right now. I'm honestly hoping that it's, um, a, a deep dive into the origin of the three of them. Finding out mm-hmm. more about your, and more of, you know, the assassin stuff. Like, we love the comedy of the show, but this is a perfect opportunity to kind of like, you know, step it up in the seriousness of like, why is a confrontation between the East and the West such a big deal? And, you know, why are you hitting the targets that she does? And it, it'd be cool, like with Jujutsu Kaisen, just kind of get this history lesson and then dive back into it in season two.
3: Yeah. And I mean, we talk about mysteries. I feel like Anya is just the biggest mystery. We don't know why she has her powers or where she came mm-hmm. from. So there's definitely. So much that you could flush out in the backstory, but also just going forward, they're a family. Just like a movie about a happy family. The poster has a plane. I don't know if that means they're going on like a trip, maybe, or if that just has nothing to do with what's happening. But yeah, no, that and another season all coming so close on the heels of a successful first season just screams to me that this is doing better than we could imagine. Borf. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. So you're, I know you said
2: that was the last piece of news, but I don't know if these got lost in the shuffle there, but, um, when Andrew abbreviated Jujutsun Kaizen zero as JJK immediately, I was like, what, uh, JK Simmons, what, what, what does he have going on? But we do, <laughs> we do have anime the content uh, about him being yeah, himself. Yeah. Well, on that note, we do have the confirmation. Oh, I, I think this was a given. We kind of knew this was happening, but invincible season two, has been confirmed for 2023 no specific date there but uh that was actually you know outside of young justice that was one of the first like really big shows we covered on the show and uh, i love the audience participation we got with that one and that was just an an incredible season of animation and uh really struck a chord with me emotionally and uh was not afraid to go places in terms of violence and yeah uh, i'm incredibly excited to continue invincible's uh journey there
1: yeah big thanks to you for that one because that was one where i wasn't too interested but because of the cast and your excitement for it i was like yeah sure i guess we can watch and cover that one and i was like oh my god what did i just watch <laughs> uh so yeah definitely excited to, to ride those vibes into next year as well mm-hmm. Uh, Speaking of next year, we're going to be doing our Animation Deliveration New Year special episode. Last year was the most that we had ever heard from you all, and we are excited to do that again. So we definitely want to hear a list of animated content that you were super happy with this year and the stuff that you're really looking forward to next year. We had a great time talking about that. We learned about a lot of shows and movies that we had missed. Uh, So please write in. Whether it's our Instagram, whether it's our Twitter, Facebook, email, hit us up on all of them. Tell your friends just to, you know, if there's anything they're excited about, just to, to write in so we have stuff to look forward to along with you guys.
3: Yeah, it was a ton of fun last year and I, I honestly can't wait to see what you all have to bring to the table. So feel free, send that all in as much as possible. I'll be putting feelers out on social media so you can always share those posts to you know your friends and ask, hey, what are you excited for next year? And yeah, it's just going to be a fun time as we ring in the new year. I can't believe it's December already considering I feel like we were just talking about all of the anime coming out in October. So <laughs> it's just it's a lot and i i'm curious to know what everyone's favorite thing is from this year because i feel like there's a lot of good answers this year Mm -hmm.
1: Mine, me mine might be repeated into next year
3: Mm, interesting
1: Mm. do you get where i'm going with that
3: I don't. No, no, I have nothing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> one of the coolest things I saw this year was that Uzui and Ghiotaro fight, and I'm going to be able oh, to see it in okay. theaters oh, next year, so yes. it might just double up. <laughs> nice.
3: Uh-huh.
1: Alright, so that's it for the trailer park of news that we had today. We're going to go into our anime segment. Obviously, there's a lot of content. We do not have the time to talk about all of it, so we are each going to get one minute to talk about the ones that interested us this week. If you guys feel like there's one that we need to talk about more at the end of a season or there's another show that we need to check out please write in obviously if you guys have uh your little write-ups or if you want to send a voice memo and try to keep it under a minute we will happily play it so you can join along with us but who wants to kick it off with spy family episode 24
3: Uh, I'll jump in, because you said your, and I was just like, okay, yeah, we're going to talk about your. (laughs) I was on the same page as you. I was like, your little write-up about your what now? What's going on? Yeah, what are we writing about your? Wow. I'm glad we're all in that group thing here. That's just...
1: (laughs) I wasn't. I mean, yeah, I totally meant that. I wanted to set it up.
3: Worf. Okay. (laughs) This episode was so cute and so fun, and keep this family together at all costs you're just giving us all of this actual emotion but not knowing how to process it was just so bizarre and over the top and yet again had me actually laughing out loud i can't stress enough how funny this show is for the weirdest reasons sometimes and then the back half of this episode was just cute and fun getting to see anya make more friends is always going to be a literal gift, just like a keychain. And, you know, I can't wait for those keychains to start hitting the shelves so that I can get one for my friends and be like, hey, we have little sheep now. But yeah, the episode is just so wholesome and fun. And I don't really, it moved the story along just enough that I'm happy without doing anything over the top. So yeah, just keep coming into this next season and I'll, I'll seed the rest of my time as to not go too in depth on YouTube.
1: Yay.
2: so here i defer to you if you'd like to go next
1: sure i'll knock it out yeah that opening scene was an absolute delight we talk about how much we just love the opportunity to have really good dialogue over action within these things and i really thought they were building it up to really heartfelt conversation but the fact that she just uppercut kicked his chin and grew him a new head was hilarious you see the chemistry starting to develop between them, but of course they find any opportunity to just make me laugh my ass off. Everything about the show was always such a delight. I did not expect to learn so much about Becky that we did this episode. Uh, everything about that shopping spree and how much you know their version of Alfred met to her and just the <laughs> dynamic of like what she does to just kind of like be her own person and just be loved in her own ways was just super beautiful. So they do have the deep, you know, Emotional resonance within these people, and it's just in in the most unique, magical way.
2: All right, <coughs> excuse me. Maybe start my timer after that. <laughs> uh, yeah, piggybacking off of that, uh, I think about last week and how hilarious that tennis match was. But we didn't really pick up on the or highlight the fact that the episode ended with this moment of melancholy with your sitting on the couch or the chair there. So to pick up right from there and see that she's got these doubts, she realizes that, or she thinks that the outcome of the tennis match really didn't matter. Uh, just led to hilarity ensuing. I, I agree completely. The her downing the beverages at the bar and just immediately getting drunk, calling him Void. <laughs> who I thought she was in a relationship void. <laughs> uh, you know, Twilight is normally so unflappable so to see him like thrown off like so many times and you talk about learning a little bit about Becky but we also learned a little bit about Lloyd we had that flashback with his mom and uh, learned a little bit about his upbringing uh, and then even Damien there at the end uh, actually showing that he might have some affection for Anya I just thought it was a delightful episode even if not super serious
1: watching you're just walk into that freaking light pole was
3: hilarious (laughs) 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 oh
1: boy i'm gonna skip on uh bleach thousand year war this year because it's just on this little interim moment right now and i'm i may have been kind of brain dead while i was watching it so i don't really have too much to say on that but anybody want to kick it off for chainsaw man
2: uh we can kind of reverse order here if we want i'll go first on chainsaw man
1: sure
3: yeah okay
2: Cool. Okay. The big standout for me was the future devil. Ever since we started watching this show and had the opening, I saw this like otherworldly being just doing this (laughs) dance with like psychedelic lighting. And I'm like, what is going on there? And I immediately fell in love with this character. And I'm so glad that he's attached to Aki because Aki is one of my favorites. Uh, But the last episode ended on such an ominous note. Like one person had to give up their sense of sight and smell Uh, Just to have a contract with this guy and the other person had to give up half their lifespan. And he just immediately like he tells Aki that he has a a bad attitude, but he seems like taken with him anyway. And I mean, beyond that, we got introduced to a cavalcade of new fiends, new devils, uh, seeing the ghost devil in that uh, antagonist power. Like I didn't realize how scary the ghost devil was until she was coming at Aki. So I'm kind of all over the place, but that's my time. I leave plenty of you to discuss plenty for you to discuss
3: (laughs) your.
1: Yeah, it was for all the people who were like, Oh, Hey, Makami's dead. Like you can see in the opener that she has like angel wings. Now screw you. I told you it was another person. We got confirmation on that. Another thing from the opener that I've been curious about, and like you said, with the future devil doing his little dance, I wasn't expecting his voice to be like as high pitched and goofy as it was, but I loved every second of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So yeah, it's super fascinating how he was just kind of like, "You're gonna have a magnificent death," and I just want to be there for it. A lot of uh, solid action for this, and like I've said for the last couple of weeks, I like that this is actually something that we're building towards now, and there's like a continuing story. Um. It was it's it was fun to see how um. Decky and Power were going through their training and just getting slaughtered every single day. And, you know, we're going to see the fruits of that soon. Like, it's going to be time for them to really step up and uh, their their actions really going to pick up.
3: All right. This was just craziness. We talk about the opening and the more that I've been able to watch it, the more that I've seen. They just told us that whole story out the gate. And it's just amazing how they're doing this storytelling you've talked enough about the future devil his lines were so funny at the fact that it's just like your death is gonna be sick man let's go like i'm so curious to see if we get that death like anytime soon i don't want it but i'm so intrigued by everything that's gonna happen and i've been waiting for this shark devil he's been in the background of the opening and i am not disappointed at what we've got so yeah (laughs) this cast of characters has only grown despite the sad shrinking that we got a few episodes ago and I can't believe that it's almost over and it it feels like we're ramping up but I don't know to what and yeah, it's ah, so much fun Such a
1: good opener
3: The
2: left, the right, I'm never gonna stop
0: The left, the right, I'm never gonna stop The lyrics are a
2: beautiful star Okay, it sounds like I was just singing what it sounded like to me Yeah,
1: I did for the longest time too and I think I had like it was either the subs were on or I looked up okay. something for whatever reason. And it's like a beautiful star. And I was like, I like what I thought it was more. <laughs>
3: yeah, It's so funny. Every time I hear that or even occasionally, I'll just look at Monica and start singing those words. And I'll do the fe- feet kicking like I'm power and Denji, just like nice. every time. It's so uh, it's so catchy. And th- one of the few that we don't skip consistently, like it is always <laughs> continuing every single time.
1: One of my favorite cosplayers that I follow on Instagram, uh, Lohi Lohi, did a power cosplay for one of the com- uh, conventions she was at, and she was doing the dance, and I was like, "This is incredible!" <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, we got a lot of feedback to talk about, a lot of the show to talk about. So that's it for our Anna Minute. Oh. Remember that. Well, I-,
3: I was going to do one more Anna Minute. I, th- I threw it in there. You must not have seen. Um, I oh, fin- it's little. It's little. I used the wrong font size. I'm sorry. Oh, there you <laughs> Uh, I finally finished it's Black so Clover Sorry. after <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> yeah, after months and months, and I'm not going to be able to talk about this during our 2022 wrap-up because it's not new anymore, um, but I feel like I need to try and compress 160 episodes of Feeling into one minute and see what happens. So, all right, Black Clover may, may be a top five, at the very least is a top 10 anime. I have... Nothing but praise for this show. I feel like a ton of people are sleeping on it. It is just one of the best character and world-building ones out there. It has, no joke, my favorite anime team of any anime that I've seen. Like, it takes... Class uh, 1A, it takes all of the Demon Slayer, like, these guys are just so much fun, I care about every single one of them, so if you want to talk about loving side characters, Black Clover is 100% the show for you, and then just the action, they do clever and weird animation things throughout to kind of stretch their budget and save it, but the powers are fun, the characters are over the top, and I just... I I had never heard much about it until our friend BBK said something. And now I can't believe more people aren't talking about this. It's so crazy and over the top. And yeah, that's my minute. But I I felt like I had to do something uh, to send off this show because maybe I think we're getting a movie next year, but I don't know how canon it's going to be. So maybe we'll talk.
1: Yeah, that's what I was about to say is uh, Black Clover for me is going to be like what I did for Demon Slayer, where I needed the pressure of the movie coming out to be like you have until this to finish binging. Uh, So that is definitely on my list and that glowing review definitely speeds up the process a little bit for me. Because again, I'm going to have nothing to do for about a month and a half minimum.
3: (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, I took enough of our time. You can give the
1: animated spiel now.
3: You mean the feedback spiel?
1: No, the animated spiel, because I do it before and after.
3: Oh, that was our segment where we have one minute to talk about all of the lovely anime we are watching outside of this uh, podcast that we just can't talk enough about. If there are shows that, uh, what is it? If there are shows that we are missing that you want to hear, just let us know in all of your feedback. How did I do? That was very off the cuff.
1: (laughs) Not bad for putting you on the spot.
3: Uh, Thank you. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Any reason to talk to you guys is a delight. And speaking of, we got two very excited emails uh, regarding Season 6, Episode 12 of My Hero Academia, The Threads of Hope. Do we want to hit the feedback first or hit the, the synopsis first?
2: Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll knock out the synopsis real quick and then we can tackle this feedback.
1: Let's do it.
2: All right. My Hero Academia, Season 6, Episode 12, titled Threads of Hope. Best Genus uses his metal fibers to restrain Gigantomachia and the League, with Dobby's surprise that he is alive. Spinner attempts to wake Shigaraki to give Gigantomachia an order, and before Nezure can blast them, Dabi burns her, escaping from his restraints by covering his whole body in flames. Thinking about his past, Shigaraki manages to barely let out a destroy, reinciting Machia and forcing Genus to keep his hold, on, <clears throat> his hold on the giant. At this moment, several of the near high ends the heroes have been fighting break off from the group to attack Genus. Deku laments being unable to do anything due to his broken body when suddenly Mirio returns, saving Genus by punching the Nobu away. The previous day, he had asked Eri to use her rewind quirk on him so that he could get his quirk back and rejoin the battle, which she happily agreed to. He receives assistance from Ida, Nejire, and Bakugo, with the latter revealing to his old mentor his hero name. Great explosion murder god dynamite. (laughs) The name is met with disdain from everyone other than Mirio. It's lame. So lame. (laughs) Anyway, meanwhile, Shoto attempts to fight his brother, but finds himself overwhelmed by his fire and his insanity. All the while, their father stands motionless on the ground. Deku intervenes in their fight using black whip from his mouth, telling Dabi that he is not Endeavor. After a sudden ping in his head, Gigantomachia breaks free from the fibers, but spurred on by Deku's words, Endeavor uses his last remaining strength to knock into Machia who suddenly falls unconscious due to the the anesthetic the UA students inserted into him, finally taking into effect. As the war reaches its climax, Mr. Compress declares that he and his teammates haven't accomplished their goals and aren't done yet.
1: So much to say, but first we're going to hear from Chrissy. (laughs)
3: what all of you couldn't see was me slowly pointing at myself like is, is this supposed to be me we didn't talk about this one all right email from chrissy you are not a creature of habit are you i never want to make assumptions i'm just trying to be nice here all right email from chrissy Okay, okay. So much to unpack here, so I'll start off with Dragon Age. Here it goes. So I've never played the Dragon Age video game, so I understand the accessibility issue when it comes to series such as this and Arcane. But I feel so comfortable with this show as I play D&D, everything was very familiar, and it was just as funny and action-packed, so I can't wait to see more. Now for my hero. Dobby's backstory is revealed! I'm so happy I don't have to hold my tongue anymore. I wasn't expecting them to reveal it the way they did, but the whole thing gave me full-body chills. I seriously cannot wait for you guys to get more info and go deeper into it and find out more. I can't wait to see how everyone deals with the aftermath and the info that they just had. All I want is Dabi and Shoto to have a heart-to-heart and Shoto assure Dabi that he wasn't alone and to have them bond in a way over the experiences of growing up as Endeavor's star child. And also for Natsu and Dabi to reconnect in some way as they were close when they were younger. Well, I think that's it for now. Oh, but one more thing. The season two trailer for Vox dropped this week. It looks like it's going to be an epic season and as funny as ever. Grog gets his beard. If you've ever seen Critical Role Campaign, one thing you'll understand is some excitement there. But But that's officially it. Stay well, my dudes, and go Plus Ultra.
1: That's awesome. So much excitement for so much content. We got one more from Jonathan Kim, which I will take because I'm such a jerk to you. Uh, <laughs> spoiler alert for season six, episode twelve: Lemillion is back. I screamed out in joy when I saw him. Can't remember who, but one of you guys called it. Thank you. That Ariel rewind and give his powers back. I guess Izawa's leg will be back on his two feet after all this is over. I wonder if he knew that, and that is why he cut it off so quickly. Hmm. What another intense episode, and love that they keep looping things back together, such as the students' effort was not all for nothing, and it did help Gigantomachia go down. They keep topping themselves episode after episode. Also, another guess is correct in revealing Baku's hero's name. You guys are good. Thank you. <laughs> all the reaction to Daibaku Kishin Dynamito, a.k.a. Great Explosion Murder God Dynamite, was hilarious. Even the villains were shocked. Love that the best genius, his mentor, was all for it though, and called him out with his full title too. Now to see what to expect on the next episode. Seems like there is no break, and they keep and they will keep giving us all of season six until the episodes on episode twenty-five. Only halfway and excited to see what the rest of the season will bring. Thanks, Jonathan. I love that Ida was calling him by his name, even though he hated it so much.
3: (laughs) I thought Ida was
2: the one that said it was catchy. I think he said it's so long. And then someone, uh, Nejre was like, it's so violent.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love Nejre so much. I was so scared for her when she got hit, but it's like, she's just Mm. such a doll. Mm. Like, even when she's so beat up, she just brings so much life into these scenarios. Mm. But as mentioned, each of these episodes has one comedy moment we have our laugh about it and then we go back into the oh shoot moments oh my god lemillion coming back was so exciting like we were so excited about best Gina's being alive and coming back that i mean i didn't even fathom the fact that he would come back this quickly how did you guys feel about
3: that yeah i go ahead andrew I was just going to say, this makes up for our gripe last week of like, oh, they spoiled that Genist was alive because the moment that those colors flashed across the screen and I saw the cape behind, I was like, oh, my God. And then you finally got that reveal of him popping out of the ground. But it was just, oh, uh, yeah, no, I he was probably the last person I think I thought was going to come back because we saw Aerie earlier in the season. And for some reason, none of the pieces clicked together that, oh, maybe she's mastered her powers by now.
2: Yeah, I didn't see this one coming. Uh, like Jonathan, I immediately thought, oh, this means that Aizawa is going to get his leg back as well. Yeah. Uh, but Mirio Lemillion is one of my favorite characters. I just love the positivity he exudes. And he ha- the way they draw his face, it's very simplistic. And he has this like happy, <laughs> kind of innocent look to him. But his his perk, permeation, like can do so much damage. It's awesome to see him moving so fast fast and furiously. Uh, that's not a reference there. That just happened. But and seeing this like, just like innocent smiling face kind of like emerging out of the ground. And I was just as pumped as like the rest of the characters were like best genus, you know, is being surrounded. Who's going to step up? Azuku wishes it could be him, but he just doesn't have the strength. And bam, we've got Lamillian back and we've got Aerie finally able to repay, not that she's in debt, but to do what she's wanted to do so long. And uh, it was just a, a very heartwarming and empowering moment.
3: Her little like, sweater was so cute. Look how long it took to
1: draw his face. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, two dots and a curved line. Now that's a that's a struggle to draw right there. <laughs>
1: it was amazing how he had his entrance and he was just kicking all the ass. And we were so happy to see him. And then he was like, I'm still not at 100%. hey <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, that was great. That was great. very frank, very ready to ask for it, but you know, we talk about him phasing through things. They upped his animation so much mm-hmm. for this appearance. Like he looks a world better than he did. Not that he looked bad before, but it is like nearly flawless phasing now. Mm. Yeah,
1: I know. I know rewatching is beneath you, but during the airy rescue arc, when I was watching that part again, and he was just going toe to toe with overhaul, I was like, "Man, this looks incredible."
2: Mm. I have to kind of like pivot a little bit, but one Do thing it. that came up for me while I was reading the synopsis, and then with Chrissy's email, she said something about not having to hold her tongue anymore. But I thought about when Deku used Black Whip and he used it Froppy
3: style. (laughs) Froppy style. I just love that. I love that so much. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) I just want to know if it was like an accident the first time or if it was like, maybe I can do it like you. Because like, you know, she had to show him, but how did they get there? It has a flashback (laughs) training arc with the tape guy, Froppy, and uh, Uraraka. Yeah, it's just so, so bizarre to think that Oh, yeah, Some, definitely bizarre, but about it.
1: <laughs> desperate times. <laughs> yeah, dude, his arms are so beat up. I'm I'm, I'm genuinely worried about the repercussions of that. Like, to what extent is he going to be able to use his arms at all when all this
3: is said and done? Mm. Oh, yeah, they're all just going to be worse for wear. I don't I don't know how any of them. I mean, if it wasn't an anime, they're not bouncing back. But even still, I don't know how they're actually going to be OK. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I was I was so happy and so impressed with Endeavor's punch, but I was like, "That actually did it. And yeah, it was super satisfying that the one. Um, what was the word?
3: Anesthetic?
1: That, anesthetic, yeah. OK. Was able to knock him out. It, it took so long, but again, yeah, better late than ever. Help best genus do his thing. Sugar Rocky is just so knocked out right now. It's kind of satisfying that yeah. he just can't wake up under any circumstances.
2: Yeah. I loved best Genus' like analysis of everything that was happening because mm-hmm. his power is fibers and threads. And he's like, these are all the threads. These are the threads of hope coming together. The, U- the UA students, they planted this anesthetic, but it's just now kicking in at just the right time. And Deku kind of, I love the kind of repetition there. He told Todoroki initially, it's your quirk. It's not, your father's quirk. And now he's saying the same thing to Dobby and to Endeavour. So and then of course Dobby's like, hey, this is family stuff. Stay out of it. And he's like, no, Todoroki's a good friend. Yeah. And Endeavour made Endeavor made me stronger. Uh I'm I'm a part of this. So um I'm still a little fearful for Endeavor because mm-hmm. it looks like he really went all out, but uh for good cause. And after seeing him frozen in fears for so long and Dobby being kind of gleeful like what will dad's face look like if I burn you, Shoto? Like, to get him to shut up a little bit was <laughs> pretty satisfying.
1: <laughs> oh, the, the dialogue, especially the Deku dialogue, like, it's, it's yeah. just all it's all so good. There was mm-hmm. somewhere I was going to go with that, and then I totally forgot.
3: Well, I'll circle back. You talk about how great Best Genist was with his analysis of the situation. As much as we got the Lamillion, he had the great reveal best genus entrance was still amazing the fact that he did the captain america no parachute out of the plane like let's go (laughs) just dropping these giant bales of wire like it was such an epic entrance for again a character that i wasn't like over the moon about before he is now in that top for
1: a reason yeah we're (laughs) finally
3: finding all of that out so yeah getting to see the no care or not caring about anything entrance was amazing. But yeah, I I'm glad that the students are all there to defend him because he is also on the list of characters that I'm a little, uh little frightened for.
1: Yeah. They're putting a lot of emphasis on the fact that it's like, he's the number one hero. Like we can't have another one go down like this. Um, so I'm glad that, you know, he's finally fighting for himself. We see that even though Bakugo took some vital hits, like, He's got like this beautiful like glitter coming out of his explosions now, too, like he just went up another level
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: so there's one that's another thing that endeavor's gotta look at and be like this guy got stabbed the same way I did, and he's still making such a difference, like you gotta get up and move, and we, you know they're absolutely running on fumes, no pun intended, like they have to be just dying of exhaustion right now. I feel like this could be wrapping up next episode,
2: oh yeah. It could be, but I'm really curious about what Compress has under his sleeve because he doesn't seem like.
1: About that, yeah, it
2: seemed like the episode ended right as he was, uh, you know, had a final card to play. So.
1: It's interesting how this team operates when they don't have their teleport friend getting them out of there when they need to. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that's indeed. It's true because it seems like really compresses the only one that's any hope of escape or kind of continuing this fight now that makia is out of the picture as well because i i kind of thought makia was going to be the way that they vacated out of there
1: yeah huh well, maybe he does have the teleport dude just sitting in a bubble right now
3: well no because we know uh, kuragiri is in prison yeah he's in custody yeah hmm because there's the whole present Mike. Also, we got to see present Mike like running back toward the battle. So I hope he's uh incoming to help out too. Yeah, oh,
1: seeing the... that little, um like they had the little montage of everybody just like beat up and oh, practically right. on their deathbeds. I was like, oh, I don't want to watch it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, you yeah. T- you talk about present Mike running back to the to the battle, but I think about on the other side of things, Toga is on her way back too so i wonder what what she could have you know what she could
3: contribute because what if she has a no i was gonna say what if she has a vial of Kurigiri's blood Ooh, ooh! because we have that whole she can take quirks thing she can get them out of there Mm, all right all right sorry the the wheels turned faster than i (laughs) i knew what to do with Uh, in that moment (laughs) this this time next week jonathan will be telling us that you called it (laughs) <laughs> let's go <laughs> it'd
1: be fun if she turns back into Uraraka though and just tricks everyone to thinking that you know she's there to help out and then just does the anti-gravity it's like alright we're all floating away now
3: goodbye Chitty <laughs> Chitty Bang following
1: Bang who's <laughs> just following them with his black whip tongue come back
3: here. <laughs> uh, she'd like that too much hey um, oh. yeah Yeah, this is gonna be a little off topic um i didn't notice you talked about montage and this reminded me of this the montage last episode as we were talking about the effect that it had on like all of the civilians and everyone seeing the you know reveal of who dobby was did either Mm. of you notice that the kid watching the computer was also the kid um that was shouting at endeavor like you have to be the number one hero back like two seasons ago yeah i i did not catch that at
2: all oh i didn't have it confirmed i didn't know it for a fact but i suspected that was the most likely candidate i was like why would they be showing this character otherwise
1: oh i thought they mentioned it at some point too
3: maybe it could have been, it was just one of those. I was like, I feel like I need to bring this up just in case there were other people like me that were dumbfounded. Like, Oh, this is just like some kid watching the computer with his whale friend. And then you look back and it's like, Oh, that's the, yeah. Okay. That makes sense.
1: Yeah. I had mentioned that too, because that was the most resonating part for me when I first saw that was that like, there was this guy that when the rest of the world didn't have hope he did, he sparked it into everybody else. And now he's questioning like, if he should have been rooting for him in the first place, like that was that was deep and tough to watch. It's so emotionally traumatizing. Yeah.
2: Uh, fun fact, his whale friend is actually his brother, and his name is Pyakon. If you know, you know. Okay, it was an Avatar reference, but it clearly didn't land for either of you, so <laughs> never mind. Whale brother, Pyakon.
3: You guys have seen it, like Way the, of Water, right? The new yeah. avatar?
1: Yeah. Okay. Why is <laughs> the Piacon like me... not clicking anything?
2: <laughs> that was that was the Tolkoon that uh I yeah, we don't want to spoil the movie here, but Okay. <laughs> that was the uh yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I thought that it's was that a good one, I bet it,
3: okay. whale <laughs> noises. <laughs> 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 uh,
2: I don't know if I have anything I else to show, say about I'm not sure this if one. i I have
1: much more to say. It was just like, oh, my freaking God reactions.
2: <laughs> yeah, do you think Bakugu is going to keep that long-winded name? Or are we going to get a
3: truncated version of it?
1: Maybe his name will just be Dynamite.
3: I think Dynamite is the most likely answer, unless... He goes by like G E M G D or something like that. Like just takes <laughs> yeah. the. But maybe there's some abbreviation with Japanese that that would work. I don't know. Because there's always a possibility of something like that. But if I had to make bets, uh, he wants the full name. Give him the full hmm. name. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I, I,
1: God, dynamite. I just realized it was spelled Dynamite. Like, like All All
2: Might. Yeah.
3: Oh, it's probably that a makes tribute. me
1: want that more. Yeah. Just
3: sparkly dynamite flying through the air here. It's and the most anti-boss thing. His
1: favorite hero, that's why. Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm.
1: Dynamite, dynamite. Anyway. <laughs> I haven't fully got my voice back to try to replicate that.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm glad that reference I just landed.
1: Know
3: it's <incredible>. We got that one. We're, we've got you okay. covered, Scoots. All right. <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah, that, that's it what for me. His... Um, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, what was his name in Japanese again?
1: Daibakukishin Dynamaito.
3: So that it directly translates like "Mito" is "might" in Japanese. So it it is literally. It wasn't just for an English translation because I was curious if they changed it. It is almost 100% at that point an All Might reference if they are also using Maito.
1: But they also just say All Might in the Japanese version too, so. Oh.
3: Yeah.
2: Awful one. Awful one.
1: Awful one. Just, just <laughs> skip, <laughs> skip the last like couple of letters in everywhere. Yeah. Awful one. All Aw Might. Yeah.
2: All right. Being offensive.
1: Um, <laughs>
2: well, hopefully, yeah. Not. <laughs> I, I I think dynamite would be
1: a sick name. I mean, even like Aravity, like that's an English word and ingenium engine. Yeah, mm-hmm. dynamite would be sick. I hope somebody brings that up and that ends up being it. I can with that. Speaking of things being it.
2: Well played. Well played. (laughs) Yeah. um, I will uh, just go first as we close out here, uh, reminding everyone about the New Year's special episode we spoke about at the beginning. You know, let us know about your favorite moments of 2022, your most anticipated animated entries for 2023. And if you love what we're doing here, Let your friends know about it. Share the show. Give us a rating and review. We definitely appreciate it. And
3: uh, hit us up on all the social medias.
2: You want to get specific about that, Andrew?
3: Yeah, so you can follow us on all of our social media platforms to give us reviews or share with your friends. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram, Animation Deliberation Podcast on both of those. And on Twitter at Animation Delib one. Uh that also has all of our links if you were looking to share that with our friends. And, you know, if they are curious, give them the, you know, last year's 21, 2022 episode, and then just let that bridge into how we do the feedback for 2022 2023 But yeah, there was so many of you last year. We would love to hear from so many of you again. Um, whether it's your first time writing in or not, by all means put it out there. You don't have to use a real name either, because I did have someone that actually mentioned something like that. If you want to Do it on an Instagram or whatever and just be like. uh, All Might Name? (laughs) Yeah. All Might 223. We will read All Might 223's feedback or what their favorite things about the year were. So if you have any thoughts on that, uh, like we said, send them in for all of us. Um, As for what else we have going on outside the show, Zuhair, uh, what else are you doing?
1: Uh, the usual three, two, three, three. Murphy. While whether you were into sports or want to find out why I lost my voice this week, go check them out. Uh, also, we wrapped up the uh, Fantasy Heroes, which is a game that I did with uh, Sarah Day McDougal. Registration is officially closed, but if you guys want to find out the final points, uh, keep an eye on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Also, if you want to support us, check out patreoncom slash patreon uh, Heroes, Excuse me, and um. Yeah, that's it for me. Everybody have a safe and happy holidays.
3: Oh, yeah, this will be the last yeah. one before the holidays. Oh, my gosh.
1: Omitting New Year's.
3: Omitting New Year's because... Also, my holidays
1: month. were a few weeks ago, so... <laughs> I'm done. I'm this
3: thankful. year, give the gift
2: of animation well, enjoy deliberation. Enjoy the time off, then, bud. I don't know if you heard me, but I said this year, give the gift of animation deliberation. Share us with your friends.
3: Oh, now I did. And give us okay. the gift of a five-star rating and review. Yes. All
2: right. <laughs> All right. Before this delay gets any worse, thanks, everybody, for listening and for tuning in. That's T-O-O-N-I-N.
3: <laughs> B-plus-ultra, and as always, stay well And have that happiest of holidays until next time. Muscle, muscle.
1: Thank you for listening to the Animation Deliberation podcast, a proud member of the Stranded Panda Network. If you would like to contact us, you can email animation deliberation podcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at animationdelib1. For this and other great shows, you can visit strandedpanda.com or join the great community that is the Stranded Panda Chat Facebook group at facebook.com/groups/spchat. Tune in next time and remember, stay whelmed
0: Are you one of the 1.5 million Georgians without health insurance? Visit GeorgiaAccess.gov to connect with the resources to find affordable private and public health care options. You may be eligible for financial assistance programs, including Medicaid and peach care for kids. Even healthy people need coverage. An unexpected medical emergency can hurt you and your wallet. Open enrollment for health insurance plans ends January 15th. So don't wait. Visit GeorgiaAccess.gov today. Are you one of the 1.5 million Georgians without health insurance? Visit GeorgiaAccess.gov to connect with the resources to find affordable private and public health care options. You may be eligible for financial assistance programs, including Medicaid and peach care for kids. Even healthy people need coverage. An unexpected medical emergency can hurt you and your wallet. Open enrollment for health insurance plans ends January 15th. So don't wait. Visit GeorgiaAccess.gov today. Are you one of the 1.5 million Georgians without health insurance? Visit GeorgiaAccess.gov to connect with the resources to find affordable private and public health care options. You may be eligible for financial assistance programs, including Medicaid and peach care for kids. Even healthy people need coverage. An unexpected medical emergency can hurt you and your wallet. Open enrollment for health insurance plans ends January 15th, so don't wait. Visit GeorgiaAccess.gov today.